Welcome to the Tech Maestro Podcast. Come with me as I discuss my journey in music education and educational technology. Welcome everyone. My name is Ryan Gutsch and I am the Tech Maestro. So again, it has been a while since I've made an episode. I thought my time frame of a few weeks at a time when I first started would be plenty of time in between for me to create and record, but you know what, it just hasn't. So I'm just going to push out an episode when I can. It's my reality, and I'm okay with that. I hope you are too. In today's episode of the Tech Maestro, we're going to discuss some frustrations I've had. We'll look at some behind-the-scenes IT stuff, and we'll leave you with the Tech or the Maestro Minute, which is my quick tip today about staying on top of the little things. So we're going to start out with a simple fact, and it's going to spin off on a tangent. So be ready to roll with me. I'm frustrated. There have been things going down that I'm simply not happy with, and it's actually caused me to reconsider what I do for a living. This is the first year that I have really been in a dark place. Um, To anyone that suffers from depression, I get it. Well, I don't fully get it, but I I get it. Uh, Back in October, I was really in a funk. Uh, Earlier in the summer, I had injured my back and had essentially stopped working out to recover. And now after a series of appointments, um, I started riffing soccer again in the fall, and things were going okay. Feeling good. And I end up having to get oral surgery at the end of September. And things went bad again. Combine that with some of the grading issues we've mentioned in past episodes, and some tech frustrations, and some interpersonal issues with some students. I was just in a very dark place. Uh, Luckily, at the end of October, I was able to attend my state music teacher convention, and that helped lift my spirits a bit. Um, I was also able to talk with my administration about my own mental frustrations. It helped to let it out some. However, I shocked myself when I realized and actually said this is the first time in my teaching career that I thought about leaving the profession. Fast forward a few months later, and same feelings started creeping back in again. The past interpersonal issues with certain students came back. Uh, They even developed into something worse. There's been uh, a bunch of little things that have gotten under my nerves. And it's simple things. Like, for instance, please spend this time with your department district-wide, fine arts in my case. But they don't communicate with my arts colleagues in the elementary to do such work. And then due to weather canceling school on a final day, Our schedule was changed, and I was forced by the district to stay late 
which, okay, I get it. We were supposed to have a work day, and we didn't have that work day. I, I get we make up some of that time. I understand. But the fact that I had to stay away on my wife's birthday made me, my wife, and my kids frustrated and upset. I got to a point where I decided to revamp my resume. I haven't done anything about it, but it's ready. It's there. I have talked to my administration about those old feelings coming back. Um, and just to complicate it further, the idea of low teacher pay and me wanting to be prepared for retirement but feeling like I can't. <sighs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm just frustrated. Teachers have it so hard. I can't think of many other professions in the world where your effectiveness is measured by someone else's performance. So, imaginary scenario here. Let's say you have some boss that comes to you and says, you know, hey, Jimmy, you know Bob over there is really not doing a good job. Since he's, you know, under your department, we're going to punish you for his shortcomings. And by the way, he gives us a worse grade with the Better Business Bureau, so we are going to make you do all these extra things that prove that you are doing your job correctly. Sounds ridiculous, right? Really, if Bob isn't doing well, maybe you should work with Bob to help him be better. Or if Bob doesn't want to be there and is being a big problem, you let him go from the job. Yet we have students that don't want to do the state testing. And yet we make them do it. And they think it is cool to purposely do bad. But yet it reflects poorly on the teachers and on the district report cards. You know what? I do my job well. My students know their stuff. My job, personally, is one of the few teachers that actually displays our abilities to the public. You can come watch me anytime. I truly, truly believe education is in need of a radical change. And one that leaves out all of the extra mandates and responsibilities and hoops we have to go through and maybe one that is purely based in meeting certain standards. If a student can prove that they can do this, 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 and this other list of things, they can graduate. If that means that they have to graduate at age 20, because maybe they need to figure things out at a slower pace, fine. If that means they're smart enough to graduate at 15 because they're just that good. Fine. We seem to be pushing kids ahead in grades 
when they really haven't accomplished what they need to do in that previous grade. I see this especially in the elementary ages. We have kids in high school that can't read much beyond a fifth grade level. In all reality, we went wrong somewhere. How are they supposed to read a textbook that is at a 10th grade level when they can't even read something at a 5th grade level? But you know what? We aren't allowed to hold a kid back, even if they need it intellectually. Because maybe it's important that they stay with their social group. And I get that to a point, too. But here's the thought. Perhaps if elementary schools didn't actually have grade levels, and they just went to the class they needed, perhaps it'd be beneficial for everybody. You would probably have some young ones that are higher achieving. You'd probably have a good chunk of the crew that is what we would consider at grade level for the age. And there's probably some older, underachieving ones that need that material more in that same section of X year math or Y level of reading. In other classes, maybe they would be age appropriate or more advanced, but they'd still have their social groups. And for what it's worth, I think education is looking for that radical change. But I think they're unsure yet of what it should be. Do I have the answer? Probably not. I don't know what the right answer is for this. But I do know something is wrong with a system that has been the same for a lot of years. We have not updated ourselves. We have not morphed with the times. And I think we need to. Let's talk tech. We had a couple other big projects that have been completed here. We essentially have new wireless in our middle and high school building the old access points were replaced with new ones. At the same time we did that, we changed the wireless network itself so that it is much more secure and manageable. And we now have a guest network that actually turns on outside of school hours. During school, it's off. And let me tell you, it is so much better and more comforting to know that we have more control over that. Interesting quirk, on the same day that we did the wireless change, we also changed out many of our printers and copiers. Note for the future and for anyone else that does this kind of work, don't do big projects like this on the same day. We could not get printing working properly for a good week 
and even then I still have kids coming up to me and even staff saying you know I can't print this here this project has been done for over a month now I mean ask some questions talk to people students don't be afraid to ask about problems certainly if it's nothing you did you can't get in trouble we also discovered that we have some rooms who suddenly have issues printing they didn't have issues 24 hours prior but suddenly changing that out made the infrastructure of the building suddenly not work and that makes absolutely no sense to me while we're on the topic of not making sense let's talk about the one access point in our gym that will connect to some websites and not others you pros out there you're gonna say well check your filter in your firewall and I will reply to you with the sites I'm trying work everywhere else in the school just not in the gym you pros will rebuttal and say well swap out that excess point for another one I will reply with we did no difference and funny enough both of those access points work in another room just not in the gym well then you pros will say try to swap what cable or cord or jack it's plugged into no others work you pros will then say well it must be your infrastructure that's going to that access point I will reply with why did it work before and then why is it that my uber text computer works perfectly fine you pros will say well that's because that computer isn't part of the domain I would reply with neither is my personal computer or any of our phones so you can see there's something screwy going on just with that access point in the gym I don't get it there is absolutely no logical reason for those situations to be happening if it works one place it's supposed to work in others different browsers don't work guest versus our secure network doesn't work nothing works except that one ubertex one computer funny enough his phone doesn't work but that one computer does well we ended up hiring a company to completely rewire that access point in the gym that person did discover several shorts in the wire going to our closet which yeah, could possibly be the reason that we were having weird issues and then funny enough it didn't work after that either but this time we couldn't even get to a network you would think you're getting on it but then 
it would just never actually lock onto the network. Really, really messed up. Turns out that we just needed to do a little work with the switch that that access point was plugged into and make sure the settings were appropriate for that and then perfectly fine it works. Weird messed up. So if you're a networking master out there, I'd love to know how a short in a cable will allow an access point to work perfectly fine for the longest time until we switch the access point and suddenly doesn't work. I don't know if they tugged on the wire just that one little bit that may not work anymore. I don't know. But if you know what the solution is, I'd love to hear from you. Finally, my maestro minute. Staying on top of the little things. Recently, my wife came to a pep band event and saw the status of my desk. Let's just say she was not impressed. We spent the following Sunday cleaning just my desk and the floor around it. What we discovered is that it ended up being a large amount of items that could have been taken care of if I had just stopped and taken 15 to 20 seconds to deal with it at that moment. So my tip to you this week from personal experience is delay satisfaction and stay on top of those little things. Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you got something out of the podcast. If you have thoughts, questions, feedback for me, reach me on Twitter at BBT Trivia. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will dig into more of my music education journey and get a glimpse again behind the scenes in the IT department. God bless you all.